Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Burgess Hill. This message is by Kevin Vanderput. We are in a series as a church that is called Living a Next Steps Life. And it's been so good to hear God speak to us about uh, our next steps because we all have next steps to take in our walk with Christ. It's a walk. And when you walk, it requires you to take steps forward. So it concerns everybody. We all in that walk. And right now we are looking at how to take our next step in our life as a worshiper. So we have this overarching theme of next step life. And then we are looking at it from the point of view of a worshiper um, right now. Last week, Sharon did a brilliant job tackling the idea or the subject of knowing the one that we worship. If we are to live our lives as worshipper, we need to know the one we worship. We need to know God and our God is great. He's awesome. He's almighty. He's the creator. He's everything. He's all powerful. He, and just we just need it to remind ourselves of that truth. And as we are filled with that truth, this desire rises up inside of him to just worship him and exalt him. And you know what else God is? God is a God of abundance. And that's why we're tackling today. He is a God of abundance. And God has actually already been speaking to us about abundance because he said to Pastor Colin and to the, to the church that as a body and individually, we needed to move from addition to multiplication, from gleaning to harvest and from blessing to abundance. So God has put that on uh, the agenda. And so we want to tackle today this subject of living with a mindset, an abundant mindset, or uh, for the cool kids out there, there's more where that came from. Um, so the Bible says in John 10, 10, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Why is this relevant in our current series? Because if we're to live as worshippers, we have to understand that we're not just living with blessings from God, but that he is the God of abundance. And if it's, he lives inside of us, then we are never short in supply in any way. So the way we live our lives as worshippers should reflect that as well. So there's actually a great story I want us to get into this morning. It's a story found in the Bible. It's found in 2 Kings. So grab your Bible. We're going to go there. Chapter 4 um, It's going to be on the screen. If you don't have a Bible, that's okay. You can follow there. But it's a great story that's just going to illustrate what we mean when we say living with an abundant mindset. So let's start reading 2 Kings chapter 4 verse 1. One day, the widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, My husband who served you is dead, and you know how he feared the Lord. But now a creditor has come, threatening to, make, to take my two sons as slaves. What can I do to help you? Elisha asked. Tell me, what do you have in the house? Nothing at all. Well, except a flask of olive oil, she replied. And Elisha said, Borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors. Then go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. Then pour the olive oil from your flask into the jars, setting each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her and she filled one after another. Soon 
every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, mom, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what had happened, he said to her, now sell the olive oil and pay your debts and you and your son can live on what is left over. What an incredible story. An incredible story of provision, of God just being present in the moment. And that brings us to our first point this morning. I am rich. It's understanding that we are rich. It's an amazing story of how good God is. But notice the widow's first reaction when she's asked, tell me, what do you have in the house? She answers, nothing at all. And then she realized, actually, except a flask of olive oil. But she says, nothing at all. And we have this tendency as humans to discredit the little bit that we have. And fair enough, a flask of oil might not have been much, but it was all she needed. She had all that she needed. It sounds incredible in this setting. It sounds like, well, actually, no, she was lacking so much. But no, she had everything she needed for, come, for God to come and do a miracle. And that's how we need to see it. See, often in our lives, we have this poverty mentality. Things, th think things like, sorry, that when I have more money, I'll be able to be generous with it. I'll be able to be generous in my giving. When I have more time, I'll be able to be generous in my time and, and maybe serve in church or invest in my relationships, in the friends that I have around me. It doesn't only apply to money-related things, but we have this kind of poverty mindset that is there. But here's what Paul says. It's found in Philippians 4, 11 to 13. It's going to be on the screen. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living, of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. See, people can easily assume that this verse right there, Paul is simply telling us, just get on with it. Just that as, as Christian, no matter what goes on, no matter what we're experiencing, we just have to be okay with it. We can't complain and we just have to survive. We, we, we just, just if, whether you have little or lots or whatever, just survive through the situation. But actually, Paul is talking about a secret that he can do everything through Christ. And if you notice, that's not at all what he's saying, because if you notice the first sentence is not that I was ever in need. So he's making that statement. I never lacked nothing, no matter what it looked like. I might have a little or a lot. I might have whatever. I never was in need. And he says it's because of the secret that he can do everything through Christ. Let's quickly look at another verse, Philippians 4.19, because when you see the verse stacking up, it just shows how important this is to God, because verses are truth. They are word from God. So in Philippians 4.19, it says, and this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. There's the secret. God desires to supply all our needs, to bless us in every way. Another verse says, God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Paul is not talking about just surviving in this verse. 
He's talking about the reality of living with Christ as a supplier, with Christ as a provider. And because we do that and believe in a God of abundance, circumstances then become irrelevant. I want to I want to illustrate this to you in another way. Matt and Joel, can you grab all the stuff? I we're gonna we're gonna make it really practical for you because I think this is so important that we get this truth. So if they're gonna bring a bunch of, of tables and chairs and I'm gonna wear a backpack for a minute and you're all gonna wonder like what what the heck is he doing? Um, but it's gonna be good. So we have a table where we're going to sit two people behind it. If I can, uh, Josh, if you want to come sit there, and then um, uh, Sharon, do you want to come sit here? Uh, well, actually, Sharon, I'll use you later. Toby, do you want to come sit here? And, um, and we're going to sit them together, and we're going to make this. Um, look, I have cookies. This is fun. Um, but I want, to, I, want to, I want to highlight, really, the, what, what Paul is saying in this verse. So if Toby is sitting here, and Toby has here loads of cookies on his plate. Um, oh, actually, yeah, it's fine. And then you have one little cookie. Now, okay, so in a natural, right, you look at the situation, and what do you think? Who's the one living in abundance right now? Imagine the cookies are just a representation here, right? But if, if whatever you want to put it, like health, money, finances, whatever it is, who's living in abundance? You would say Toby, right? Toby's living in abundance. Look at all the cookies he's got. He's got cookies to feed an army. He's got cookies for days. And Josh has got one cookie. Josh is a bit like on the other side. He's not really um, full of cookies. He's not living in abundance. But actually what Paul is saying is that if Josh lives in relationship with the father, and let's say I represent the father in this story, not that I'm the father, but I represent the story in the, in, in the, the father in this story. And let's say those cookies are in my backpack because it's actually really hard. I didn't realize it was going to be that hard to grab from the backpack. But let's say I have those cookies in my, actually, if Josh, if I tell you that Josh is living in abundance, Josh, eat that cookie right now. Actually, every time that Josh needs a cookie, there's another cookie that, that, that is there. Josh, eat that cookie right now. And see, it doesn't actually, once you live in that relationship with God and understanding that God is your provider in all circumstances, that he is the God of abundance, it doesn't actually matter how many cookies are there. Toby still only got 10. But if you understand that you have the God who has endless supply of anything in the world, it doesn't matter what you look. Eat the other cookie, Josh. Just be a bit faster, mate. See, it doesn't matter how much he decides to start eating, how much he needs, because God is always there to come, always faithful to provide. So actually, Josh lives in abundance because he knows he has a good father that wants to provide, that wants to bless. And that's what Paul is saying. He's saying it doesn't matter what it looked like in the natural. It doesn't matter if I was in a situation where I had plenty on the bank account or very little on the bank account. It didn't matter if I was living in a small house or a big house. I was never in need because God is my provider in every situation. He was always there to come and say, hey mate, Paul, Paul, actually get another cookie, mate. It's okay. I got you. Don't worry. You're hungry. Get another cookie. And, and actually he was never in 
need or want. Now I'm going to lead you to, you just need to continue emptying those cookies, yeah? Okay, so does that make sense? It just shows us the desire of God to just bless us. And it just, living in abundance doesn't look like what it might look for people in the natural. An abundance of like millions on a bank account or the biggest house or the, the whatever, the natural circumstances. But living in abundance is a mindset. Understanding the heart of God for us, his children, and living in the good of that, which Josh is really doing right now. Um, and that leads us to our second point. It's called give and get. Um, and we get, we'll get there. Oh, you can't get there because Josh is here. It's okay. I didn't think that through. But so here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? If, if we are to live in abundance, there's a prerequisite to that. And the word says that we need to obey God. And what does the word says about this subject? It says in Luke 6, 38, give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. So what's the first word in that verse? Give, right, so let's say it again. What's the first word in that verse? Give, so give and it will be given to you. God is calling us to be a generous people. He's not calling us to actually accumulate endless wealth and materialistic things. Uh, he's just, that's where the prosperity gospel, you know that that was around and I still around. That's where it went wrong because it's not about that. But God is wanting to bless us so then we can be a blessing, so that we can be a generous people. So give and it will be given to you. So we are actually not talking so much about money today as we are talking about God's character, God, who he is. His nature is to bless and give us an abundance as long as we are ready to give. We are blessed to be a blessing. Remember this parable of the talents we saw a few weeks ago. We used it, the one that got five talents, then went and multiplied it, got 10 out of it. The one that got two uh, where two got four and then one that got one just didn't do anything and only got one. Well, what's happening there is that they used, they gave away the talents, they did something with it, it multiplied it and God came back and said, you faithful and good servant, now that you've been faithful over little, I can give you more. The one that got one talent and just kept it to himself, buried it in the ground, actually prevented the increase that God wanted to bring in his life. So if we go back to, I, I, I want to, let, yeah, let's go back to, um, to another verse in Malachi 3, 10 to 12. It says this, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of the heaven armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven armies. Then all nations will call you blessed for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven armies. Again, we see through that verse, the heart of God, how much he wants to bless us so much we couldn't handle it. It says you won't have room to take it in anymore. That's such an amazing, amazing promise. But again, first we have to give. And the key principle here is this. We can never 
outgive God. As we give away, he gives us more. As we give away, he gives us more. And actually then, if we go back to our illustration, ah, oh, this tables are set wrong. But if, if uh, Sharon, do you want to come sit here? And Toby, you can just hang out there. But if Josh then has one cookie on his, on his plate and knowing what he knows now that he is meant to be a generous person, he basically has a choice. He can see that Sharon is in need and doesn't have any cookie on her table. He then has a choice. Am I going to keep my cookie to myself or am I going to give it away? And it sounds silly right now, but have you ever found yourself in that situation where actually you, you, can, you, you catch yourself thinking, well, I don't exactly know when the next money is gonna come in or I don't exactly know how this situation is gonna work out. So I'm gonna keep control over that situation. I'm gonna stay in my comfort zone because I don't actually know. He has only one cookie. If he gives it away, there's no more cookie. Oh no, what can happen? But actually, as he gives the cookie away for Sharon to, keep your plate mate, just the cookie. Uh, as he gives the cookie away for Sharon to then be filled, God can then bless him with another cookie and then give that one away because she needs another cookie, then God can just increase and bring him two cookies. And then it is always a situation where God wants to grow us, grow our faith, grow our trust in him. So then God is like, don't give away one cookie, give away the two cookies, mate. And he's back with no cookies. But again, as he trusts God to increase his storehouse, God comes as is able to provide three cookies and so on and so forth. Don't eat them all, you're gonna get sick, mate. But you get the point. It doesn't just apply to a financial level. You guys can just um, finish your cookie and go. But thank you very much. I hope this helps illustrate the point because actually it's not about cookies. It's not about finances. Um, Matt and Joel, can you just move that all back, please? Thank you. It's not about finances. We're not talking so much about money today as we are talking about God's mindset, God's heart, a way of living. See, God is the God that wants to prosper us in every way. It means living with an abundant mindset in all things. God wants you to prosper in your relationships. He wants you to prosper in your health. He wants you to prosper financially as well, but all areas of your life. Because he's not only the provider, he's the healer, the counselor, the creator, the giver of life. And that leads us to a final point. There's more where that came from. Here's the problem. Most Christians believe they receive a blessing from God and they think, oh, there's a one-time gift. Great, God wanted to bless me. There's a one-time healing. Great, God wanted to bless me. But they fail to realize that actually it's not God just pouring out blessing. As we were saying, we're moving from blessing to abundance. It's not just God giving blessings here and there when he feels like it. It's actually living anchored in the abundance of God. If God, if we just fail to realize that the fullness of God is within us. If Christ lives in us, the fullness of God is in us. There is no lack in God. He doesn't know any lack. He doesn't know anything he's missing. If he lives in us, then we have that same abundance within us. We shouldn't have any lack of any sort because we live in abundance. No matter what the circumstances look like, that's the key. And many of you will know here that a while ago, 
I was diagnosed with a sickness. And um, the doctors have spoken that that sickness is there to stay. There is no way to cure it. But actually, even though they are saying that, I'm not waiting on a final declaration from them saying, all sickness is gone. Kevin is cleared. He is now no longer sick. I am living in that abundance of God. I am living in my healing every day. No matter what the day starts like, I know that my God is the healer, that he's never short on supply. Though I can walk in my healing every day. I don't need a doctor to come and tell me, hey mate, good job, you healed. You can move on with your life. Every day I'm stepping out of bed knowing I'm living in my healing. See, this just does not apply just to money, as I said, but it's the same thing. We don't have a lot of money on the bank account, but it doesn't matter because I know that whenever we're going to be in a need, physically, financially, God is going to be there to provide, to increase. And as we are generous to give our tithes and offerings and bless others, he is then able to pour more in there. It's living with that abundant mindset. There's endless supplies of cookies, people. Endless supplies of cookies. We are living with an abundant mindset. Whatever it looks like at the start of the day, I'm living knowing that my healing has been provided for me today. Based by faith. That's what it all comes down for, to, sorry, us believing it. See, we've heard that God wants to bring us as a church from addition to multiplication, gleaning to harvest, blessing to abundance. We have to live with an expectation of abundance every single day day. There's one last verse I want to read to you today. It's found in 2 Corinthians 9, 10 to 11. It says, now he who supplied seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. See, in every verse, you hear that God wants to bless and God wants us to be a generous people. The two are constantly linked. As we give, then we get. As we give, then we can get some more. Not that we can get some more, so we can give some more because we are a generous people. God wants to break any mentality of poverty, any mindset of poverty in our lives. As I said, it doesn't have to be related to finance per se. But in order for God to have us live as worshippers, we need to know the one we worship. If we are to worship in spirit and truth, we need to realize that we worship a God of abundance because then we are going to live our life in abundance with an abundant mindset and we can then fulfill that command of being a generous people. See how it's all linked together because we know now that worship is not just when we come together and lift our hands in a song, but it's actually everything we do in our lives is a worship offering to God. When we go to work, in the conversations we have, in the decision we make, we want to honor him, give back to him, show him that he is Lord of our lives and we know it. So God wants us to understand that he wants to bless us in everything so that we can be generous in our actions, our giving, our thinking. 
And if we are not seeing that, it's likely that we don't fully understand yet God's heart to bless it at all times. And so we are missing that full expression of our worship to God. So we want to just take some time to work that through and respond to God. Toby, if you want to come back um, on, the, on the guitar, because I think it's so key to actually take a minute or two and ask God to just show us. We don't have to go and inspect ourselves and see maybe what's wrong with me, what am I missing? That's not what I'm saying. But let's ask God to show us. Maybe we've never realized, but in some areas, we might be living with a poverty mindset. I remember that when we moved to England first, we, uh, we didn't have any finances. We didn't have any money on the account. We stepped out completely in faith trusting that God will provide. And then God provided for all the money we needed to live the first term of college. And I was so excited and I was so thankful to God. And I was like, God, I got this now. I understand, yeah, you do it. It's all good. Then came the end of first term. And I thought, God, you're gonna provide for second term. And then the days passed, the days passed. And it was about to start second term. Money was still not there. And I was like, God, you need to provide. God, like what's happening? You did it like that the first time. Why is it not coming? But actually God didn't say he was gonna do it the same way every single time. But we never were in need. We never were in lack because God was always faithful to provide when we needed it. And so second term got and second term started and throughout the term, we've seen money come in so that by the end of the term, the term could be paid. It it is different that time, but it is the same principle. God never left us in need. And it's like Paul said, not that I was ever in need, but I learned the secret to life, to live content in every situation because I live through Christ Jesus, who is my provider. So let's just close our eyes and and just really spend time to take time to respond to God. Ask God to maybe show you where you might have a, a poverty mindset of some kind, where you might not live in that abundance of God. It might even be in your in your relationships where you think, God, I, I don't have the time to to invest in my relationships and so I feel lonely I don't I, I, I don't feel like my friends are there for me and and I don't and God is just saying hey make the time yeah but I don't have the time yeah but take the time I will I will supply more time I will be there to supply that I want you to interact with others he has created us to be in relationships with one another one another maybe it is with your health maybe it is with the finances where you believe maybe God can, pro- can provide for the church and for the kingdom and all of that. But when it comes to you personally, you're not exactly sure that when you come short, God is gonna provide. But God is big enough to provide for the church in the entire world and you too in your personal life. God is big enough. So ask God to show you where maybe there is that poverty and renounce that. See, God, I'm not going to live like that anymore. God, change my mindset. Give me that mindset of abundance. Knowing that you are a God that wants to bless me every single day. That I will never run out or fall short. That I will never lack any good thing because every good thing comes from you, Lord. 
remember how God said the first thing, give, and it will be given to you. Maybe we just need to ask God to make us a generous people today. God, make me a generous person, a cheerful giver of my time, of my finances, of myself. I would be there first for people when they need me. That I would give of my time. That I would give of myself in worship to you in everything that I do. Father, I thank you that we don't, we are not led by what we see as your children. We are led by you. We are not led by circumstances or what something looks like. We are led by you, Lord. And this morning we declare that any lack, any mindset of poverty somehow is broken in the name of Jesus. And we step into a mindset of abundance knowing that there's always more where that came from that you are never coming short, that you are never surprised by any situation that comes our way. But Father, through every situation, we want to teach us to have greater faith, greater trust in you, so that you can come and bless us abundantly until we have no room to take it in anymore. Father, thank you because we are living, living this room this morning with an abundant mindset that we are not going to be Christians that will simply survive through life, but we will have more than we can ask or imagine because that's what your word promises to us. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com. 